What is the premise of purpose? Why are we here? And how do some people make so much impact in their lifetime, while others exist on autopilot? This is where we explore all things revolutionary in business, mindset, and your everyday life. I'm Anna Graybow, your host and business mentor, here to help you discover your purpose and learn how you can start living it every single day. Today, we have Monique Impagliazzo, a director, writer, and producer with over 15 years of experience in film, television, documentaries, and commercials. Her work includes the comedy Turkey's Done, featuring SNL's Sherry O'Terry. The short won Best Director, Best Actress, and Best Comedy at film festivals across the U.S. and Canada. She also contributed to various projects under the guidance of industry icon Barbara Streisand. Recently, she directed a music video titled Which Way to Go, featuring the multi-talented Malik Hanna. Currently, Monique is developing her feature film, Ready, Set, Christmas, and a series titled Agency. Monique is also a member of the She Angels Foundation. The She Angels Foundation awards grants to grassroots female-founded nonprofit organizations that provide mentorship, funding, and resources to a diverse portfolio of women's and girls' causes. So welcome, Monique. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much, Anna. We've been talking about this, so it's it's very excited to be. I'm very excited to be here, and thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. So tell us a little bit about why you want to talk to us today. Like, What would you like to talk to people about? You know, I met you at a She Angels event, and when you told me about your show and living out your purpose, uh, that's actually what I've been focusing on a lot, specifically this year. You know, the pandemic was such a different time for us, and now our industry is going through not only one strike, but two at the same time between the writers and SAG-AFTRA. So this is giving us in our industry really time to sit, to think, what do we want to do? And for me, it's who do I want to be as a filmmaker and a creator? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the same sort of thing. Like you were saying with the pandemic, we all had to pause and reset and reevaluate what we really wanted to do. And it's interesting that you're using the strike as that opportunity to really reflect. I, I really admire that. So How can we use this strike for everyone to do something positive? Like, what do you think we can do that's positive from it? I think it's a great thing. I'm I'm looking at it as a great thing because this needed to happen, right? And it's only going to make hopefully our future better. So I love the idea of everyone talking about, you know, how are we going to work together and all the guilds are coming together. Uh, We're all there supporting each other at the picket lines. So it feels so much more inclusive. I feel like people are meeting different people in our industry that typically maybe you wouldn't have met due to networking. And and we have actually more time for that during the strike. So yeah, it's, um, I'm trying to do my best to take full advantage. And I'm also doing my best to attract the people that I really want to work with. People yes. who, like you said, uh, Malik Hanna, who I just directed his latest music video, he goes, not only the right people, he says, but the light people. So that's, I know, isn't that amazing? The light so, people. <laughs> yeah, he is He is just literally a shining star. So charismatic. You always want to be around him. Always a huge smile on his face. Wow. And um, when he was looking for a director, I 
you know, threw my name in the hat and he was like, no, I would love that. So, and ever since um, we started talking about it, which actually was last January and here we are, it's going to be coming out in September. Uh, you know, it's just been such an amazing experience and through Malik, I've met so many people and I've introduced him to a lot of my friends. And so this is, it's a different time for us but it also has given us some time to really sit and think and work on different projects. Maybe we didn't have time to do if we were working full time. So uh, I'm just trying to take full advantage of that. And I met you. So that was a plus. <laughs> yes. Oh my and, gosh. Yeah. And networking is amazing. So when you're talking about directing for anyone who doesn't really know what goes into that, what is that kind of a role in a music video, for instance? Yes. Yeah, so how Malik and I uh, have done it from the very beginning, I was uh, also, I was interested in the message that he as an artist was trying to get across to his audiences uh, through the music video, through the lyrics, because he's a co-writer on, on the, on the song. And it was very interesting. We, we talked a lot about where we both are right now in our careers and our lives, you know, uh, everyone can look up, I, you know, I'm 42, uh, around the same age. I'm not going to give around yeah, his age, but, uh, you know, we're at a crossroads. Do we continue on this path or do we go into the business where we know we, you know, there, it's an, a little bit of an easier, well-defined path, uh, as an artist, you know, it's not so defined. It's up to you to define to define it yourself. But, um, we, so we talked a lot about, what visually he wanted to put out there. And as we did that, we found these visuals. And as you watch the music video, you will see this journey that he goes on throughout the song. And it's very close to life, I would say. So that made it really exciting. Uh, and I really wanted to show the world his personality. I hope I did that because he, like I said, he's such an amazing human. So yeah, so, it, you know, that was, um, you know, the, the research part of it, right, Anna? And then you start to talk to your director of photography, we call it the DP, or your cinematographer, uh, about what those shots are going to look like, of course, with Malik. And then, you know, you do your blocking and your shot lists. It's it's a lot of time you spend with yourself. Sometimes you can work with a storyboard artist. Yeah, I have an amazing uh, woman that I work with by the name of Bernadette Stewart, who is not only an artist, she's also a set decorator. So um, she's very artistic. She can build props. She can draw the props first on paper and then build them. And the same wow. thing with sets. It's, wow. it's absolutely amazing what she can do and what, you know, those in the art department can do. They are truly artists. So uh, working with Bernadette to visually see the shots that I see in my head so I can talk to the DP about that. And the more that he, he knows or she knows, the more your uh, your AD knows on set about the type of shots that you're trying to to get that day a little bit. It's a little bit easier for everyone, especially also to the art department. So you work on a shot list before I, I know I do. And I like to work with blocking uh, beforehand. So when we go in there, it's uh, we save a lot of time that way. So oh my gosh, I mean, I've seen the video, so it's it's beautiful. I love the camera work and the angles, and it really does tell a story. And I love that you were saying that Malik 
He really cares about the light in people. So it's really cool that you are choosing to work with people who are focusing on a certain element. And I also have met your friend, Rozzy, who's Barbara Streisand's sister, and she also has that light. So (laughs) let's talk about what your goal is with working with those people of light. Like, why are you drawn to them? And what kind of a message do you want to put out into the world? That's such a good question. Yes, I'm actually, I've known Rosie uh, for a while now, and we're actually getting ready to shoot her music video as well. So we're excited about that. Malik is going uh, to co-produce and I'm going to direct. So it's the same team kind of back together again. And it it only made sense to, you know, introduce Malik and Rosie because they both are the light people, right? Um, and the right people. And I I want to put that positive message out there. Uh, you know, I feel like there's a lot of negativity, especially, you know, obviously what our country has been going through these past couple of years. And it's it's time to start putting that out there. And and as you put it out there, it comes back to you as well. I'm sure a lot of people who watch your show know that. I don't need to yeah. tell them anything. But uh, yeah, that's important to me. It's important to also, uh, I'm also interested in uplift, uplifting women and, you know, doing the best that we can to get ourselves out there, to get our work, our stories out there. So that's really important too. And working with someone like Malik, who it doesn't even matter, male, female, it's like, we are, you know, let's, let's do this together. So I, we hope that there's more Maliks out there supporting us as well and and bringing us up. Right. (laughs) That's something I love about you too, is that, you know, it's so important that we support other women and females, but I think some people can get caught up in that world of it has to just be women, but I think we have to include everybody for it to truly be equal. So, you know, I just love that you're so open to everything. So I'm curious, I want to hear what you think about women who want to follow their purpose and they want to do something meaningful, whether it's artistic, right? Creative, or maybe business-wise, they want to do something big. It's not like the usual path in life because you've gone your own path. What would you say to those people who are kind of really struggling with, do I go the safe route or do I go the route that my heart wants to go? This is such a great question. And it's actually a lot of what I've been thinking about lately too, you know, especially doing this now almost every single day, doing what I want to do. I would just say my advice to you is because it's going to be scary, but if it's something that you feel like that it's inside you and it's something that you can't stop thinking about every single day, because it's something that I think about every single day, I'd say, take a small step. Don't take a large step, take a baby step, and then take another baby step. Whatever it may be, uh, if if you are interested in getting into the film world or or a creative, if you wanted to be an actress, maybe take an acting class, uh, something small. You know, you're not risking anything but your time, but at least you know, right? And I'd also, too, talk to other people who have done it before you. Uh, I, I meet a lot of people and I love talking to women in this business who've been in the business, women who are just getting, getting into the business, um, whether it's it's our business or another one. There are women out there. There are men out there. And I think people in general truly want to help each other. I think they do. And I 
I think it's about finding that right person. I have a few different mentors <laughs> when I'm having a bad day. I go to them and uh, men, women, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, they're just there for me, but I know that I can go to them and I'm there, you know, I'm there for them as well. Whenever they're having a bad day, I want to know, I want to help them because they've been there for me so many times. And I'm sure that if you are someone out there who, who does want to do something, I talk to maybe one person about it, or if you don't even want to talk about it, maybe write about it in your journal. I've, I've done a lot of that in the past. So there are just a few small, tiny little steps. Research is always good too. I, I, I love to read and research about something that I'm going to get involved in or get myself into. And some of it, you don't know, you learn as you go. And that makes you a stronger person, right? You know, because you feel like, I don't know, but I just did that and I could do it again, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. But um, that's that's my advice. It's it's the baby steps. It's the small steps. Yeah, And that is such a good answer because I feel like the baby steps are the thing that we want to shy away from because we want it to be this big, explosive, awesome thing that we're following our dream. But the truth is, is you have to start with the baby steps. And I think that for some people, that's the hardest part is realizing, oh, wait, I do have to take a thousand baby steps until my life is going to start looking like what I want it to look like. Uh, but that's where you have to begin. So just kind of saying it bluntly, like this is the way baby steps, tiny things. And the sooner that people get onto that path, the sooner they'll get momentum, you know? Absolutely. And you're going to make mistakes and you do want to make mistakes because that's where you're going to learn the most from, Right. We're not going to be perfect at something that we are just beginners. And that's all that you are. You're just a beginner. No one's expecting anything from you. No one's expecting you to accomplish something huge. You will in the end. You will. And hey, you you might do it right away too. But I feel that learning uh, along the way and sometimes making those mistakes are, are exactly you know where we learn and where we get stronger. Yes, definitely. And let's talk a little bit about some of your experiences in the industry. So for instance, we mentioned that you know the Streisand family, you've worked with Barbara Streisand. How did you yes. meet them? What was it like working with this family and all of that good stuff? First of all, they're all geniuses, number one, straight off the bat. I, I don't, I'm not saying anything that anybody already doesn't know, right? <laughs> uh, I was working on a film when I was first getting back into the business when I was in my 20s. Uh, you know, five minutes ago. And um, <laughs> and I was working on a film with a producer by the name of Diane Kerman. And she was married to the director and still is Stuart Raffle. And they are both literally like my West Coast parents. Wow. So we shot this film on the East Coast and we started doing post out here in LA. And they eventually asked me to move out here, which I did. Wow. And then once we wrapped that up, um, Jim was an executive producer on the film, Jim Brolin, Barbara's husband. And, you know, he told Diane that Barbara was looking for an assistant. Wow. So Diane just opened a few doors for me and, you know, threw my name in the hat again. I went to meet with Barbara on a Thursday and I was working in her office on a Friday morning. <laughs> So, oh my goodness. That is so crazy. No pressure. No pressure. Wow. Um, I was very nervous meeting Barbara for the first time, but as soon as I met her, we started talking and it was just like, 
obviously talking to a person because that's exactly who she is. Uh, Of course, she's a little bit of an icon, but uh, (laughs) we started talking about scripts and music and the industry. And uh, yeah, I worked with Barbara on a few different projects. She was getting, getting ready to film The Guilt Trip for Paramount. That was so much fun with Seth Rogen. And she did a couple of tours and I was her executive assistant on tour and she recorded a few CDs while I was there, got to do, you know, publicity with her. And, um, you know, she's invited to a lot of events and I dealt a lot with obviously her schedule and, and things like that. So yeah, it was, it's quite the experience. And then through, through that time, because Rosie sang on tour with Barbara, uh, I got to know Rosie a little bit more which was great. And Barbara's son, Jason also sang on the tour. They all have amazing voices. What? (laughs) Yes, I know. I know. Crazy. Right. So, yeah. So that was uh, pretty much how it got started and, and how I know that amazing family. That's amazing because I feel like so many people, again, they hear like names and they sort of put these people on pedestals, like they're not human, but you know, I've met a few different people who are, you know, big in the world in certain ways. And, you know, it's just, it's so interesting how people are so different in person versus what you think they're like, if you see them on a screen. And uh, I just love that you're able to sort of share what it's like being around just another family. That's really wonderful. So I'm curious because that's obviously like a big door that opened. What happened after that with your baby steps? Like, did that lead to more opportunities? How did that transform things for you? Yes, I I realized I wanted to go out there more and more and and write and direct. It, it was something that I always wanted to do. You know, Barbara is my favorite director. So she is obviously a big inspiration for me wanting to direct and write. And uh, so I was doing that while I was working um, there with her. And I randomly ran into Sherry O'Terry. We ran into, I was living in West Hollywood at the time and some of my friends ran into her and, you know, Sherry's from Philly and hysterically funny on SNL, obviously. So I'm like, oh my God, you know, this woman is from Philly. She's so amazing. So funny, so talented. And we had, uh, we had written a feature and I said, you know, what if we, you know, we all, we were all talking, what if we did something like a short film we raised a little money see you know see what happens you know and if sherry likes it maybe she'll want to come and do it well the stars all lined up we raised the money we did an indiegogo it was very successful thank god but uh you know we sherry liked the script she came to philly we shot the film and we had an amazing uh premiere there at the women's film festival of philadelphia which i love it's one of my favorite film festivals I love those women there, uh, Susie Nash, Fang Nguyen, and Diana Hall. So, and it's a film festival for women in Philly. I mean, okay. and from Philly. So it was- I was, was going to ask. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Born awesome. and raised in South Philly. So, you know, going back there with all of our family and friends and Sherry came, it was just, it was amazing. And then, you know, it's kind of, then unfortunately the pandemic happened, but I continued to write. And that's where uh, I started writing Ready, Set, Christmas with yeah. my co-writer, April Dactylero, who is also going to star in the film. And I'm actually working with the women from the Women's Film Festival to develop this. Um, so, cool. so yeah, and they formed a film company called Three Left-Handed Women. 
So I'm working with them. And also now with the strike, because when I have time, I write (laughs) with this strike, uh, really working hard on a series. And I'm developing that with producer Wendy Cox, who is also from Philadelphia. So a lot of Philly connection and developing and having such a great time researching these projects and working with all these women and all these men too, like my friend Malik. (laughs) That's awesome. So going a little bit deeper, what are some of the challenges you're experiencing in life right now, maybe internal or external, but so that people remember like, Hey, you're a person as well. Everyone goes through challenges at every stage. What is something that you're working on or growing through right now? Yes. You know, I think about when the strike is over and we're going to get really busy and go back to work and what that could possibly look like. Uh, I just started manifesting productions, which is my, which is my own film company. Wow. And I'm now trying to think of ways to really do this full time and and run my own film company. So uh, this is brand new to me, uh, doing little things like, like, you know, we were talking about Anna, like small steps, shooting some actor reels for actors who who need that. Um, not that music videos are small by any means, because they are not. but also getting started uh, directing and producing music videos and then, you know, eventually uh, shooting the feature in the series. So again, it's, 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 it's scary. I've never done this before, but uh, again, I ask many questions and I'm having an amazing time learning and doing it, but yes, it's, it's hard. It's, it's definitely a very hard business. And I feel like we have to work twice as hard as women to, to get there. So that's what I'm doing. And that's what I focus on almost every day, man. I, I feel for you. I actually know it very intimately because both of my parents are in the film business. They have their own distribution company that they started a few years back. So I've like grown up in that world of the industry and like growing and building things and very much like the company aspect of things, but also the artistic where they're writing scripts and directing things while doing, you know, business stuff. And there's a lot that goes into it. And, you know, I really like commend you for just having that, oh, that direction and that knowingness that this is what you want to do, because it's so hard to get that like reinforcement from other people, because you have to just be your own cheerleader, especially in that kind of a role. So, I mean, that is something that I think everyone can take away from what you're doing is that truly you are your own cheerleader. You are the one with the vision and you're not needing anyone else to tell you, yes, this is great. This is the best movie ever, but you know, in your heart, what you want to make. And so that's something that I really see that everyone can take away from. So let me ask you, what are some of the benefits or blessings that have come from you sticking to it? I was another question I was actually thinking about. I was doing an interview last night and I love when someone comes up to me and says, I want to get into the business, but I don't know how, or I'm scared or and I, I just say, you know, what's really stopping you? You know, you can do it. If I, I'm a true believer, if, if you put your mind to something, you can do it. You will figure out a way to do it. And it's, it's a, like we talked about before, it's scary, but exciting at the same time. And I just say, you know, just go out there, try and do what you can do. Now, the self-starting every day is difficult. For sure. That is something, you know, that 
you have to get up every day, but that drive. And also something that inspires me is as I have this vision of when I make Ready, Set, Christmas, the message that a little girl will come up to me and say, thank you. Thank you for making that. And I can now speak my truth because you spoke your truth. So I will get filled up thinking about that right now and try not to cry on your show. But it it was a vision that I got when I uh, did a workshop called the Quinn Essentials. It was a a women's workshop. It's amazing. I don't know if you know Andrea Quinn, but she's amazing. Uh, Her workshop is coming up in October. And uh, I just love it. I'm not here to do an ad for her workshop. I just love it so much and had such a great experience there. It's it's at the... uh, the women's club of Beverly Hills. And I I didn't have that vision before that workshop and something out of that workshop came. And that has been driving me even harder now to make wow. this film. So I'm really excited about it. I don't know if I'll ever meet that girl, that little girl. Uh, someone told me that little girl is me. I don't know, maybe, but uh uh, yeah, so that's that's what drives me every day is getting these messages out there and uh, and telling our stories. So amazing. And so what's coming out right now that you're excited about? Obviously, we have the music video, right? Yes. And so what can people do to support you to be a part of your world? Like, where can they go and check things out? Yes. Yeah, so Manifesting Productions is my website. So that's up and running. Um, all the social medias, Facebook. IG, TikTok, Twitter, um, all at Monique and Pagliazzo. And uh, also on YouTube, I have my own YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, so come check us out. We're going actually to uh, premiere opening night of the Women's Film Festival on September 21st, right there in Philly. And we're actually screening the same night. I don't know if we're going to be before or after uh, with Catherine Gray's film, Show Her the Money at the women's film festival so her and i are are really good friends i can't wait to see her film by the way it's an that i need to plug her film because it's extremely important for us all to see and uh i'm just excited to be there with her and to celebrate her film and of course to celebrate malik and you know it's it's great that uh a male artist is being shown at the women's film festival because I directed it. So that to me, that's something that I love, you know? Uh, And I, I hope to do more projects, of course, uh, a little bit more male oriented, maybe with sports. And uh, so my series revolves around uh, a female sports agent in Philadelphia. So I'm excited, excited about that as well. That's awesome. And for those of you who missed the last episode, Show Her the Money is all about female venture capitalists helping women in business. So all of this goes hand in hand with everything that everyone is doing. So Mo, would you like to share anything else? What like parting words of wisdom? What would you like everyone to take away from today? I'd say if you have something burning inside you that you always wanted to do, there's a reason and you have a purpose. So do what you can again, take those small steps and go out there and do it. I wanted to direct and I had a producer tell me over and over again, no one's going to hire you to produce or direct if you don't go out there and do it. So make something. So I say, go out there and make something. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being here, Mo. It was a pleasure having you.
Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, I love Let's it. Let's do it again. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. We hope that you gained some insights and have more direction on how you can start living your purpose. 